This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week are Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. Justin Davis. Scoop. And sitting in for Tina this week, Mark, I don't know what a sequel is, Medina. Is I'm joining back. us again. I'm back. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I kid. Always a pleasure, Mark. And you sparked yeah. a lot. You sparked a lot of healthy debate in the yeah. in, in Scoop Nation. I, I thought I had it, right? So th- we shut down the Facebook group. No one's in that group anymore. They're, they're very mm-hmm. upset. And then somebody mm-hmm. sent a, a, the back of the box for Final Fantasy X-2, where it says the first ever sequel. And I was like, that's it. We're done. <laughs> this proves it. Um, mm-hmm. And then Jared Petty, friend of the show, he texted mm-hmm. me the other day. And he's like, I love you on GameScoop. You're wrong. And I sent him <laughs> the box. And I was like, no, Jared, I'm not wrong. Look at this. And he's like, I'm not going to let some 2001 copy editor sway my decision at all. And I was like, yeah. when Jared Petty texts you personally to tell you you're wrong, yeah, it's time to give up. Yeah. When yeah, I told I told Mark that like Jared has actually probably composed co- that copy for games <laughs> in the years since, and he knows, he knows it's BS. Yeah, when, exactly. It's it, a million people can tell me I'm wrong, but when Jared Petty texts you specifically yeah. to tell Oof. you, you, it's time to give up. <laughs> Yeah, it's tearing tearing all of gaming apart. Really, it's true. It's true. <laughs> we need a ripple through the gaming now, industry. Yeah. Now is it's a time to heal, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a sequel to Mark's last appearance on the podcast. That is exactly. That's true. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so in the in the spirit of healing, we've got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about uh, a big game from uh, 2022 that has just gotten delayed to late 2022. We're going to talk about uh, the best way to sort of ease people into playing certain older <clears throat> games if they've never played them before. But first, uh, if 
Everybody, Scoop Nation wasn't aware, next week is going to be the one-year anniversary of the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking mm-hmm. a lot about that on next week's episode of Next Gen Console Watch. Please be excited. But this month, November, is also the 15-year anniversary of both the Nintendo Wii and the PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. It's time to Which we'll talk about that. here on Last, Last, Last Gen Console Watch. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just last last gen console watch, right? Last last gen. Yeah. 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 The uh, we and the PS3 are both 15 years old this month, and uh, I also I, to celebrate the occasion, I have the November 2006 Electronic Ooh. Gaming Monthly queued mm-hmm. up and ready to go. But first, uh, you know, just just a, uh, some like bird's eye overview of, of the situation at the time i was working at ign at the time i was about mm. six or seven months into my tenure at ign mm. so at, mm. looking back it's actually kind of cool that i started in a, in a console launch year because it was a very exciting time uh and lots of lots of fun news to cover in the months leading up to both the launch of, of both these consoles but don't forget the xbox 360 had already been out for a year yeah. had a year's head start mm-hmm. sorry oh, this is 2006 2006 yep. Six, okay. And that one-year head start was very fortuitous. That's the most mm-hmm. successful uh, up to now, the most successful that Xbox has ever been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think the broad stories of those consoles of the time is uh, it was a, it was a, an underdog comeback success story for the Xbox. It was a stumble out of the gate for uh, PlayStation, which had been dominating for two generations straight, although they definitely turned the ship around by the end and ended up outselling 360 by just a few million units, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had those worldwide numbers that Xbox just never had. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Nintendo Wii, just a, an incredible worldwide mm-hmm. cultural phenomenon, Nintendo's best-selling console ever, uh, a success it found by just deciding it was not going to try and compete with Sony and Microsoft anymore. It's just going to go off and do their own thing. And that definitely worked out super well for them. So there are such different consoles, like such different yeah. visions for gaming and visions for their companies. I mean, the PS3 w- was an attempt to be, you know, overwhelmingly the most powerful console on the market. Um, you yeah. know, 360 gave it a run for its money, but 599 US dollars, like it was a big chonky boy too. Like that was yeah. just a yeah. big it console. It might've been the largest console in the modern era. Like I, when mm. I when until I was the PS5, living, like that PS3, yeah, until the PS5, like that the OG PS3 is heavy, like it is a dense, yeah. yep. heavy, yep. big. Console. Yeah, it had the power supply, the AC adapter inside of it, which was yeah. like you know huge amount. Because remember, the Xbox AC adapter was huge. Yeah, there was, was a like little, a there was a little bit of brick. a cheat having mm-hmm. that brick be just sitting behind your entertainment yeah, center, which was the size of the Wii. Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. the PS3 was everyone called it the the George Foreman grill. Yeah. That's kind of how it was shaped, that first one. It was, like, huge and round. Also a Blu-ray player. So that's that's another reason I think it was that's a little right. bit more expensive. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying the grill was also a Blu-ray player. No, no, no. That's, no, that's no. a good it's just, grill. It's just funny to think about. Like, the PS2 was, you know, so popular because it was a DVD player. And then the PS3, popular because it was a Blu-ray player. Though well, we didn't know. <laughs> Remember that first year, at least the first two years, we didn't know because HD DVD was, was trying to go hard for that. Oh, and, yeah. uh, Xbox Ooh. had a tiny little Xbox that sat next to it. That was <laughs> yeah, HD DVD player. Yeah. The Xbox solution was you had to buy a separate accessory to play mm-hmm. HD DVDs, but the PS3 just played Blu-rays right mm-hmm. out of the box. It's um, um, 
It's embarrassing. I don't know. The, did, did the next-gen consoles have 4K Blu-ray players in them? I don't own any 4K Blu-rays. They, they do. So, yeah, yeah. the Xbox the, One S and then One X, they both have Blu-rays. So then the Series X does as well, where the PS5 is the first one that has the 4K. 4K yeah. Blu-ray? PS4 didn't but the PS3 Blu-ray. didn't do 4K. No, no, no. no, no, no. no, no. I mean, well, that, that was, didn't exactly. Yeah, that original didn't Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what I really remember from those launches is this time of year – and what mm-hmm. it felt like. And it was absolutely starting to get very cold in a lot of the United States. So mm. this was the first year that people had um, scarcity tied to flipping in my memory. Like I, there was always scarcity when consoles <clears throat> came out and, you know, you might have to uh, get them. You know, your, your parents had trouble finding them before Christmas. There's stories like mm-hmm. that. Right. But uh, for this, people lined up and then resold them. And there was an aftermarket for Wii and PS3 which I, I think wasn't even, you know, matched by the Xbox 360 before that. And, and the way that that was uh, uh, covered was pictures of people huddled outside in the cold mm-hmm. all winter. <laughs> and it started with PS3 and Wii. I, one of those came out first. Do you, do you remember which? I think the Wii was first. They were like three But it was only apart. by oh, like a week. Yeah, they were right? like a week, week or two apart, yeah. Yeah, and so there was like this precedent set for getting the Wii. And I remember going, thinking like, maybe I'll try for a PS3. But there's people in line, you know, 20 people in line with tents and stuff like that. This is in Arizona where like, again, like cold, <laughs> but the pictures would be of people like in the snow lined up mm. outside. And some of those people were keeping systems and some were selling them for you know, not a big margin for PS3 because its margin yeah. would have been like, well, I just bought a PS3 for $900, but you bought it for whatever, 500, 600. Yeah. There's yeah. two but models too. Remember that? I have, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The backwards compatible one, the 40 mm-hmm. gig. Yep. That's the one. 40 gigs. Unbelievable. I mean, I, I know, know. It's insane. Most advancement of technology. But no, no, no. It was 20 and 80 originally. Oh, okay. Something like that. And okay. Then, I think. And then yeah, the 60 okay. was the middle ground one that's really desirable mm-hmm. now because that one has. That's the PS2 the, one. Yeah. The, the actual PS2 uh, components yeah. inside. And they removed the backwards compatibility. Like, so weird. Um, yeah. I, I have a couple stories related to this launch. One, yeah. I was still living in the Midwest at the time, freezing cold. And I drove, you know, I woke up at like four in the morning or whatever to go stand in line at Target and, you know, drive over there before they opened. And I was driving a really old crappy car, an old Honda Civic, and I got pulled over and then my window got stuck down and then was just stuck down the rest of that winter. Well, I didn't have, I didn't have the money to get it fixed. And so I just, (laughs) I just dealt with my window being stuck down. And I remember, uh, you know, that sucks because it sucks, but it doubly sucked because I didn't even like want the Wii that bad but i was like okay mm. like i'll go drive over there and get them and then every time i got in my car i'm like damn we i guess <laughs> maybe it's a little weird that i blamed it on the console and not me getting <laughs> getting pulled over but you did um, score one i did score one and that's the other half of the story is i you know there's a bunch of people in line and they came out you know 45 minutes before the store opened or whatever and they're like we have 32 consoles or whatever number it was and they handed everybody a ticket and i got the very very last one and um, wow. I've told I've told this story on Scoop before. I, I was right? going to say I'm pretty yeah. sure I've heard this story yeah. just yeah. like as a fan. <laughs> there was a there was a mom with a little boy in line behind me. He was like eight or nine, oh, no. and then and then they got turned. And then it was like, a, you know, sorry, like they were the 33rd people in line. And I thought about like in my head, like I, I, I like I wanted the weeks. I really love video games and love Nintendo, but like 
I was this close to turning around and being like, here you go, kid. But mm-hmm. but I didn't. Nope. <laughs> I, I, I have um, a similar story right now with the Wii, with the uh, the Switch OLED is I got the last white one. And the, there was oh. like a little girl behind me. And she was like, I want a white one. And they're like, we only have black ones. And she's like, was very disappointed. And I was oh. like, do I like return this and like give me a... Yeah, and I just left. <laughs> yeah. You can see yeah. it behind me. So like... <laughs> well, and I didn't like... I felt a little bit bad, but like that memory, I think the reason that memory stuck with me is because Sam, like you said, the Wii was... You couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the consoles yeah. didn't used to be like that. Like maybe you couldn't get one at launch, but you get one next month or the month after. Like they weren't that hard yeah. to find. And the Wii's the first time I can remember where like that thing was just... You couldn't get it for months like, and months like, and months. It was like two years. It was like two whole holiday seasons that the Wii was in such yeah. high demand. It was and all so, over Craigslist and eBay. Yeah. I was watching this really carefully at the time. And that was the first time I also remember that people would – there's scammers, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was still early for scamming. So people would yeah. take their name and fold it on a piece of paper and write it in marker and say like, you know, Robert's Wii. <laughs> and then they yeah. would like mm-hmm. they'd put it on there, you know. People still do that. The, yeah, yeah, that's where the first time I ever saw that. I'm a eBay like you know super user too, and that was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. The we yeah they, those came out when I was in high school or, or just just graduating, and uh, the Wii was the first console I was able to like buy for myself in that way. And mm-hmm. uh, it's the first and only console I've ever had to do the whole thing where I I was calling stores, like waking up at six a.m. and calling Walmart, Target, and it, it took me weeks and. Uh, my wife still brings it up to this day because I, I, I was like I should try to get a Switch OLED when they came out, and she she said I don't want another Wii situation. And I'm like a Wii that was 15, 15. years ago, like because every other console since then, like PS4, I just got on launch day, and then and then same mm-hmm. with Series X and PS5. Um, I also have a funny story about PS3. I I got my PS3 like a year later, and I got it for free because I went to I was in LA and I went to a Boomers. And I played the I played an arcade game. It, it was the stacking one where it's like oh. it like you know it's got the like yeah. lines and then you stack and you got to get it all the way to the top. I didn't know at the time that those are basically like slot machines. Like they can yeah, set they're, like they're rigged. You won a game. Yeah, and you won so a console. I, and so I won it. I got stacked it all the way to the top, and I was like, wow, that was so easy. Apparently, <laughs> that was just that oh, rigged that machine's time to pay out kind of deal. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I never won again after that. But it was like four bucks to play. And the machine mm. crashed when I won, oh. and I was like, "Well, I, you know, I selected the PS3, and, and it, it didn't, it didn't work." And I was like, "Whatever." And I was with, uh, we were with friends, we were visiting. Uh, her name's Lori, and she was like, "No, no, 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 we are going to find somebody." So she goes and finds a worker, and they did something where they were able to bring up past games, and I, we found my game, and I had to fill yeah. out like a bunch of paperwork saying that, like, <laughs> you know, I didn't buy it from them; I only have manufacturer's mm-hmm. warranty, and then he. Handed me a whole PS3, brand new in a box. It was amazing. Wow, that's, that's awesome. so cool. Yeah, I love that. Mark, that's that's awesome a good story. one. I wanted to remark briefly on the games that were at launch because the PS3 mm-hmm. had none. It was Resistance, yeah. and then right, Call yeah. of Duty Three. And I actually really liked Resistance. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, like it, it wasn't special in the long run, but um, I liked it at the time, and I especially liked Resistance Two. Like those are those are fun games, but they were not big multiplayer. Yeah. Um, you know, Halo killers, right? right. And so that, there was that. And then you know, uh, um, it was kind of funny. I was looking up what came out kind of soon after the PS3 came out. Oblivion was out mm-hmm. on Xbox 360 the fall it came out. Uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and uh, it didn't come out on PlayStation until like that spring. 
So they're really like, you know, and there was a, a few other just kind of cross-platform games out that fall, but it was a real big stretch between games people could play on their PS3, whereas the Wii was even worse. Yeah. But everybody played those games. But I mean, they had Wii Sports. And people just nothing. played Wii Sports. I just yeah. played Wii and Sports with my Wii. Red, I don't remember Steel, really which, anything else. Elibits, uh, Excite Truck. Those are games that I played every single one of those games because I had a Wii and I wanted to. And then, of course, it did have Twilight Princess. Had Twilight Princess. It was a, a Wii launch game and, a, and a, just a fantastic one. But after that ran out, there was a, 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 you know, a lack of things to play for a little while. There's a Trauma Center game. Yeah, that's right. That was a big deal at the time. Those uh, intestinal polyps. Yeah. Had to kill them all. I, I could be wrong about this, but wasn't, wasn't Wii one of those like... It was huge, a huge seller, right, for years, and then just kind of mm-hmm. like, because then it got to this point where it's like, uh, you know, 2011, 2012, like people want to play yeah. Skyrim and Halo 4 and stuff like that, and like games like that just weren't coming to the Wii. And so a little fad. Kinda, I don't, I don't oh, remember. Fad, I mean, I can it tell you. It kind of had a pretty natural life. It's, mm-hmm. it's the, the, this new, more casual audience that accepted the Wii had moved on to their iPhones mm-hmm. and to mobile gaming. True. Where they could play yeah. everything for free. I mean, it's tough yeah. to characterize. Like, yeah, it did kind of fade fast, Mark, but only after like it burned so bright. It's still one of the yeah. best-selling consoles of all time. Oh, so yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. tough. Remember to they say. made that red little one at the end? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I was gonna well, say. So I I tried to find a Super Wii Mario recently Brothers. because I remember there was like a year where you could get a Wii at GameStop <laughs> on Black Friday for like forty bucks, and it was like that little yeah. red one. That's cool. And mm-hmm. and recently I was like having this urge to like play Wii Sports, and and the Wii is is like the great. N64 emulator, like most people speed, mm. a lot of people speed run Mario 64 on the Wii because it's mm. su- it's got such a good virtual call. By the way, well, shout out to our performance review of the Nintendo 64 yeah. emulation. The Game Scoop mm. fan group talks about this on Facebook, talks about this a lot. Check out that performance review. It's like 10 minutes of like deep dive into how emulation works on the Switch. It's Mark, really I, good. And I on caution, the before Wii. you spend money on a Wii like that, though, the Wii eShop is shut down. So you yeah, can't yeah, yeah, buy totally, those 64 totally. games anymore. Um, but yeah, I tried to find one and they're like, they're, you know, I don't want to say crazy expensive, but like, you know, hundred bucks. And I was like, mm, I'm mm-hmm. not, yeah. wouldn't be willing to pay a hundred bucks today for something that was, it's weird. That like if five years ago, you could get it for like 40 bucks. Yeah. I have so many Wii remotes. <laughs> yeah. Still the other so day. Many. So I, yeah. I, I, I'm, we're, I'm, I'm a mile from the beach and I like to jog down to the, jog down at the beach and then jog along the, call the strand. And uh, the other day I was, I was jogging down there and there's just, there's this older dude. He's probably in his fifties that uh, uh, very commonly works in his garage and he's got a whole like office set up down there. And I pass by it all the time and he has a TV set up. But then the other day I noticed he has a Wii set up with the remotes and everything in there, like charging things right next to his TV, like set up today. And I'm wondering like, how often is this guy using his Wii today? I don't, yeah. Maybe he's a Wii fit workout guy. Maybe. Um, one other thing about the Wii, which you might have had a very different experience, I'm curious about, Damon, is that it was such a mystery toward to how that thing felt and worked that it was mm-hmm. a big deal when it, uh, just about a month ahead, it showed up, like I think it was in August, actually, it showed up in GameStops and other game retail stores as a kiosk. Mm-hmm. And I played Excite Truck in that way, and it was all steering motion controls, you know, mm-hmm. which feels... They, they, they felt terrible, but there was like, it was also like magic, you know, it was like magic that didn't work as a video game controller. So, um, that was interesting. And that was the only time, you know, I was even able to touch a Wii and it was a big deal. Go there, check it out. But you must've been playing in the office early, right? Uh, maybe like a few days, but remember I, so I started in April of 2006. So I went to E3 that year with IGN uh-huh. 
and oh, I got so to you I played there. Twilight Princess and Mario Galaxy at E3. Okay, cool. Mario that, Galaxy, wow, that's cool. Yeah, they had Mario Galaxy there, um, and it had just Ooh. been named the weeks. So it was called the Nintendo Revolution mm-hmm. yeah, until yeah. maybe just just shortly before E3 that year. How do you still, remember? Like, still I, unbelievable. I went yeah. to E3 2006. I can't. I couldn't tell you one, one detail about what specifically I played. <laughs> That's the only thing he <laughs> oh, remembers I, is playing a Wii. <laughs> no, I remember. I've, I've talked about this before. I, my, I, I remember the behind closed doors demos for Bioshock, Mass Effect, and Assassin's Creed. Gosh, oh, what an E3. That's cool. Yeah, amazing. It was. Yeah. I was like, and I was like new to IGN. I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think it came I in the office that- a few days early, and we were all playing Wii Sports, basically. They released that Bioshock E3 demo. I mean, I remember watching that at home. It was really, really cool. It was, you know, I, I still remember like parts of that are not in the game. So lifetime sales for both these consoles, the Wii ended up at 102 million. It's just shy of the original, the PlayStation one, the original PlayStation. Uh, and then the PS3 ended up at 87 million. Like I said, just a few million units above the Xbox 360. Best selling games on each console. Wii Sports, obviously, one came with every console. Yeah, I remember uh, Mario Kart though. Mario Kart Wii is number two with thirty seven yeah. million copies sold of that. Man, there's thirty seven million of those horrible uh, plastic wheels just floating yeah. in oceans yeah. and landfills right now. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Eighty percent of the top ten best selling Wii games have Wii in the title. It's Wii Sports, Mario Kart Wii, <laughs> Wii Sports Resort. New Super Mario Bros. Wii, Wii What's Play. What's the one that came? Yeah, we play. It came with the, the Wii remote. We play, We Fit, We Fit Plus, and then there's Super mm-hmm. Smash Bros. Brawl, Super Mario Galaxy, and Wii Party. And at this point, I can't even Wii remember Party. the difference between <coughs> Wii Sports, Wii Play, and Wii Party. I yeah, don't even I remember. Yeah. Wii, Wii, Wii Party was a Mario Party substitute with Miis. Wii Party was really cool. I Or no, excuse me, Wii what was it? We plus is that we, what you we, play? we sports resort came with yeah. a little dongle. That, game that game's awesome. Yeah. I don't know what we party is. I only I, remember we party is a Mario party clone. It, it has, it has game boards and sports. dice and everything. I remember but really like play plus. has like six little mini games in it. It's not. Yeah. Not well, I think good, it's like, I think it's like 40. Golf. Yeah. I, really, I, I remember me and my family, you know, it's the classic Wii story, right? Like, my family is a non-gaming family, but, like, we would get together and play Wii. And I remember playing mm-hmm. quite a bit of Wii Play, like, over Christmases in that era. I remember that. The, can you, it was like can a you imagine adding, like, the Wii Remote Plus was the silliest thing. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they made a thing that went on the end of the Wii Remote, and it, then yeah. you put, like, a you know big plastic covering over it. So yeah, that didn't last long though, right? Because then they came out with the, the remote with the thing in it. Yeah. Yeah. The software um the best selling software list on PS3 is it's just a, a completely different story in terms of how many units sold. Like there is so much more software sold <laughs> on the Nintendo Wii. So best selling PS3 game shouldn't surprise anybody. Oh, let me get uh a Grand Theft Auto five. That's right. That's right. Oh. Thirty million units sold. <laughs> 30 million units. But then number hey, I two. I hear that that's getting, that's getting a 50th re-release this spring. But number two is Gran Turismo 5 with 12 million. And then you've got The Last of Us with 7 million. But you're talking about like yeah. the, the best-selling, you know, Mario Kart there, Wii, 37 million. Yeah, Wii Sports Resort, <laughs> 33 million. It's like there's the volume yeah, is so yeah, much higher on the Wii. It's, incra- it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah. uh, go ahead. I was going to say, is Skyrim on that list at all? Because I, I remember that, that was like was a PS4. big like thing. I, I had both consoles, but Skyrim was, was like notoriously broken on PS3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so that, not in no, the top that's 10. That, you're thinking of Oblivion, right? The next no, no, Skyrim had some glitchiness. 
Yeah, Skyrim, yeah. if you had too many saves and it reached like five megabytes or something like that, it would just, the game just would not work anymore. <laughs> but that, but that was 20, wasn't that PS4? No, no PS4 came out in 2013. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both of the last Elder Scrolls games came out on that console generation, and it's yeah. been an entire generation since then that there's been an Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because we got Fallout. Out. Two Fallouts, I guess. <laughs> yep. The, uh, the, um, PS3 Top 10 list is GTA 5, Gran Turismo 5, Last of Us, Uncharted 3, Uncharted 2, cool. Metal Gear Solid 4, Batman Arkham City, Gran Turismo 5 Prologue, God of War 3, and Gran Turismo 6. So lots wow. of Gran Turismo. Gra- I, I, the Gran Turismo at number two, I mean, I guess it's, it's the PS3, so I have to change my expectations. Sony has bigger franchise hits and cross-platform hits now, but um, G- GT is really surprising to me. Yeah, well, I mean, it was like that time, that era, that was before Forza really sort of yeah. like took the the crown for best mm-hmm. racing sim, right? Yeah, so people must have gotten wheels and gotten really into it that way. I'm sure it looked amazing. I remember people saying that. Mm. And I remember, uh, do you remember, so like the Wii was like a casual, like family-friendly system, but that allowed for like this cottage industry of M-rated games, mature games for the Wii, and like that gave them their whole marketing push. Like we're making an M-rated game for the Wii, yeah. like Mad yeah. World, House of the Dead Overkill, Manhunt 2, Manhunt 2, Resident Evil The Dark Side Chronicles, Dead Space Extraction. I just I just remember like that was, it was a whole it, thing like we're making a, a mature rated game for the Wii. My yeah, my favorite I, thing about the Wii is that up until what last year, uh Just Dance was still coming out for it every single mm-hmm. year. Yeah. They the made a Wii year. version after the Wii U version. Like after they <laughs> stopped making Wii U versions, they still released it on Wii. That's so cool. I actually remember that because we saw a trailer at one of the maybe an E three or something, and it had the Wii logo, and I think we all had to look into it. It was true. It's still going <laughs> Um Some notable Wii games that come to mind. Um, you guys remember World of Goo? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that was a, one of the original yeah, like started the indie game like, revolution. Yeah. So two thousand and eight. It's like when Xbox Live Arcade was just starting to be a big thing. This was like the first one on the Wii, made by two uh, guys in the Bay Area. And it was a fen- oh, phenomenal yeah. like indie game. It was a big deal. It's like that's like right at the beginning of the the smaller indie game mm-hmm. revolution. Yep. Mm. Sin and Punishment Star Successor, a follow up to Sin yeah. and Punishment, made by Treasure. Fantastic, you know, one of the greatest like developers from the 16-bit era. And I don't even know if Treasure is like still the same company today. I haven't they heard are, from them. They in a long are time. not. <laughs> We we looked it up on GameScoop a while back. Yeah, they're like probably. they're just like a holding company now that doesn't yeah. really make video oh, games. Mm. But Sin and Punishment on the Wii was great. Uh, Boom Blocks was phenomenal. I think it's probably that was really fun. It's one of my favorite Wii games. It's like mm-hmm. a Wii game that I would probably still want to play today. Steven yeah. Spielberg's Boom Blocks. Yep, mm-hmm. the creator of Jaws. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they made a Punch Out game on the Wii. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah it was the that. first Punch Out game since the Super Nintendo, and they haven't Mark made one Ryan, since. Mark Ryan, uh, our guides lead at the time, hooked up a CRT television in the office to get like minimal, um, you know, maximal res- max- maximize mm-hmm. the responsiveness of the Wii, and it totally worked. He he got much better at the game than he was when he was playing on flat screens. It's funny. Yeah. Capcom brought Mega Man out of retirement for the Wii. The Mega Man Nine was a Wii exclusive yeah. for like a year. Yeah, it came out to other things eventually, but I remember it being, and it looked cool because it was like at the time where like the Wii um, eShop actually had cool retro games, and it was like, oh, this like looks like a neat NES game on well, oh, all yeah, these other ones like, I could find. It was a time when you know recreating pixel art 
from a bygone era was much less common than it is today. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And then I got to give a shout out to uh, Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People. Yeah. Early Telltale. Early Telltale and really good. Telltale, like, no kidding. Because it's like from, you know, just probably the end wow. of Homestar Runner's sort of mm-hmm. like peak of popularity, right? There's a whole era of Telltale but pre-Walking Dead. I, I know. They I did know. like Wallace and Gromit. And they did. Um, they back did a whole the Monkey Island. Yeah, they made a whole Monkey Island game. Yeah, Back to the Future. They made a Jurassic really Park. terrible um, Law and Order game. Whoa! Um, really? It might have been CSI. Cool. Like I, you know, but like uh-huh. something like that. And they were uh, back then. They were they were much more traditional point and click adventure games with inventory systems and stuff. I really, I have a real soft spot for their um, Tales of Monkey Island. I think it's pretty. Is really well done. Yeah. Um, I have some weirdos. Uh, Boy and his Blob was really good on. Uh, and, that's, yeah. and that's been re-released on, at least on like PS4, or Xbox, I believe, mm-hmm. Xbox One. Here's a Nintendo one, Wario Land, Shake It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> cool a two D, a two D platformer. Mario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was really well done. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had one more. It was such a weirdo system for some games that were more traditional, which I really liked about it. I think that's a cool aspect of the Wii is that when you you weren't playing a game that was like totally motion control based or something crazy, there'd just be like a a 2D cell shaded, you know, action game on it. Like Beautiful Joe is a good example Mm -hmm. of that. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. what the heck? That was on GameCube. But yeah, you know, um, it had really, really weird one off games like that, which just come out of nowhere. Weird memories I have of like the Wii is like playing like the Wii version of like Call of Duty, you know, because they were like mm-hmm. they were trying it, and you could get... sometimes they tried to one to one match the features in those before they kind of spun off Call of Duties. They were, right. they were trying to do the same thing, and, and it's like you know you played you know mm-hmm. with the thing, and this is how you aimed and stuff like that. But then you could get that controller, which was just a dual stick, you know, controller. Yeah, I forget the pro. The pro controller, I guess, and uh, you could just go on Call of Duty and just destroy everybody <laughs> like <laughs> they were just free kills because like oh, you yeah. were the only one who had that controller <laughs> and everybody it's, like, it's yeah. like kids are in the corner trying to aim with this stupid weak- <laughs> isn't it weird how that controller was like a um like a super nintendo pad almost like yeah. it was kind of like yeah contoured more mm-hmm. flat like it still mm-hmm. was really weird yeah, that's really like weird. the Monster Hunter controller. Like that's mm. most people have that controller because they want to play Monster Hunter, and like that was the. Way <laughs> I would figure it. Smash too, right? Yeah, maybe. I, I know a lot of Smash Brawl was very well designed to work just with the Wiimote sideways. You could yeah. just play it that way. I can't. I even hardly remember Smash Brawl. Like, yeah, I remember. Like, I remember playing it a lot. Mm-hmm. I know what it looks like, but like, I'm having a hard time. Like, did I play that with a pro controller? I'm not sure. Yeah, they, I no, mean, no, it's because I plug my I plug my GameCube controllers in. That's why I can't remember. Oh, uh, that's any right. Of that. Yeah, because it had the adapter. Mm-hmm. So it, it had the it had ports. Well, the, the, they were just the, in the yeah, side. Yeah, that one had, had the ports. The, had the, the Wii U had the adapter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Smash Bros. Good is Game weird Cube for me. It's like Melee, and then and then it's just been Smash Ultimate forever. So like mm-hmm. I do, I, I forget that Brawl was a thing. Mm-hmm. And then over on PS3. I think the PS3 generation was the time when Sony really became known for you know its pedigree for just the the best AAA single player uh, experiences <laughs> out there. Because you had the right, they, had, they put out three Uncharted games on that mm-hmm. platform. The Last of Us came out on on PS3. Yeah, I mean, a lot like, of the- obviously obviously PS1 and PS2 were huge successes, but it just Sony wasn't known for that yet, right? I mean, yeah, a lot of the a lot of their biggest games today. That's that's the console they started on. You know, like you yeah. said, Uncharted and then, God of War. I mean, God of War didn't start there, but yeah, right, right. It's like it's weird to think like 
that that was when they became their like mascot, like Little Big Planet and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. that's really when mm-hmm. they started hitting big with their original IPs. Was it only God of War Ascension on that system? No, three. Three it was, was on three, it? Yeah, before Ascension. Okay. Because three was good. Uh, PS3 fine. was also the home of Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, you know, was like a cult hit at the time, but that soul, whole thing has grown on to be its, its own I think own, it'd be surprising. But people that miss, miss the PS3 might not understand the aspect of Xbox Live and how big it was and how, like, PS3 just did not make online gaming inroads. PS4 no. did. PS5 yeah. is having no problems with that. But people did not buy Call of Duty on PS3 because their friends all were playing it on Xbox. I mean, that was just where, where the crowd was. Yeah, was, I, I think real... I think my story is, like, super similar as, as a lot of people's. Like, I was the 360 guy because, you know, that's where you played Call of Duty and, and, uh, and Halo because, like, the infrastructure. Yeah. And then the PS3 PS4 was so much more appealing than the Xbox because the Xbox came with Kinect, so it was a hundred more dollars. And so I switched I to PS4, and, and then that's just that's where we are today. Is I'm, yeah. wow. I have both, but I play everything on PS5. This yeah. company is squandering their audiences in such funny ways. <laughs> it's just it's just crazy that, 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 that it's gone back and forth like that. You remember yeah. the PS3 had the like Wii thing though? Uh, yeah. The sports champion yeah. it had the little Wii remote yeah. Yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, was that and Connect came like. Two or three years later, though, right? yeah, it took yeah. them a while to develop their own. Although, but the PS3 controller launched with its own motion controls. It, yeah, the PS3 the control, the six axis, six axis, right? yeah, the yeah. six axis. Yep, it no, had yeah. a little bit of motion in it, but it wasn't until those wands came out with the PlayStation Eye, yeah, that used uh, for a few things, and then Connect. Yeah, was a few years later. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com gamescoop. One in five Americans has learned a new language on their bucket list, or life backlog, if you will. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Upgrade your personal skill set in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Its tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I have a trip to Mexico coming up, so I've been using Babbel to brush up on my Spanish. The courses are short and sweet, so I can do one whenever I have a few minutes to spare. And the words and phrases it teaches you are designed for practical, real-world use, like ordering at a restaurant or asking for directions. Babbel can even provide you feedback on your pronunciation with its speech recognition tech. And it's not just for Spanish. Babbel includes 14 different language courses, each backed by a 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for Scoop Nation. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, only for our listeners, at babbel.com slash gamescoop. 
Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash gamescoop, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash gamescoop. Rules and restrictions may apply. So I'm going to pull up the November 2006 issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly, because I'm sure Marian is just very cross for me for waiting this long to get to any sort of B-roll. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Sharing my screen now, and I'm going full screen. Can everyone see the cover? Whoa, Lego Markets Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Gears of War. Wow. Even though the PS3 and the Wii were coming out this month, their cover story is Gears of War. Yikes. Big win for, Makes big sense, win though. for Microsoft there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we begin with two ads for two Square Enix DS games, Children of Mana and Magical Star Sign, two games I'm not familiar with. Mm. Oh, I don't remember Children of Mana. No. I like the art here. In the letters section, there's a letter uh, from uh, someone who says, are you aware that the Xbox 360 has a growing library of games with lots of loading time? What? I've noticed it in Top Spin 2, MotoGP 06, Perfect Dark Zero, Project Awesome 3, Dead or Alive 4, Battlefield 2, Quake 4. Actually, the list just goes on and on. In fact, Burnout Revenge has shorter load times on the Xbox than on the Xbox 360. What gives? Do you guys find this to be acceptable? I don't know a lot about the technology involved, but I know about being a consumer and this development stinks. I thought loading times were supposed to decrease as time went on, not increase. Oh, man. No one tell them about the Xbox One PS4 <laughs> era. <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's definitely, like, you know, loading time is usually masked now by, like, long animations of, like, you crawling through, like, a narrow, you know, yeah, narrow exactly. part of a cave. Yeah. But, like, the, this letter and the section earlier about how much better Xbox Live was than PS3's online infrastructure, like... There were th- there's stuff that like your brain sort of like glosses over. We're like it was not always easy to play games online unless mm-hmm. you were on Xbox 360. Like it was a pain on PS3 chatting with your friends. Like this stuff that's just seamless that you just take for granted now. Like when was the last time a review talked about a game having like long loading times? Like it's just not it's <laughs> not a thing anymore. Or um, no voice chat. Yeah. I, I've been playing Forza Horizon 5 on Series X for about a week now. And then uh, I, I had to play for a video, the 1S version, or, you know, just the base model Xbox One. And I didn't realize that the the flashy moments where they're showing the cars at the beginning, I didn't realize that was a loading screen because it happened just so fast hmm. on Series X. Uh, oh, and then I'm just, like, no. sitting here, and it's just, like, showing every <laughs> angle of this car. And I was like, oh, yeah, loading times. Yeah. That's a thing. I forgot about that. That's a two-page ad for Final Fantasy XII. Mark, is it a sequel? Final Fantasy XII is such a boring game. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, what a bad take, dude. Man, I do not like uh, that game. That is like... Maybe don't bring up Final Fantasy anymore, Mark's side. <laughs> yeah, that Man. is like my one of my least favorite Final Fantasy. Isn't that the action one that people like? Yeah. Well, it's, I, it's a little bit of a dark horse. I think opinion on it has turned around in the in the 15 years since. Um, it's, um, I had a great review. People loved that when that came out. I, I tried I think it it's when a, the like more remastered version comes out, and I was like, man, I just do not like this. I'm, yeah, I don't even... It's like, I was just about to say Justin that. I think can't it's even. Like, I can't even. <laughs> I think it's like probably the most underrated Final Fantasy. I liked yeah. it at the time, but I haven't played it since it was released, so I'd have to revisit it sometime. And Damon doesn't just play Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little bit... Um, There's a little news bitch at the bottom of the page, so I want to read these. It says, if you're still pondering why you bought a PSP, Sony is hoping some PlayStation nostalgia will reinvigorate your interest. It announced a PlayStation 1 download service will launch in conjunction with the PlayStation 3's release this fall. Cool. 
downloading PS1 games on your PSP. There's a feature on playing with power, getting to know uh, um, our elected officials here and their stances on video games. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, governor of California at the time, they have quotes in like how, what they thought about whether or not games are harmful to kids. So he says, I'm a big believer in those video games. We just want to make sure they don't get into the wrong hands or children under the age of 10 start playing those things because it does have an impact on them. That's Arnold I wonder, I wonder if this arose again for some reason. I don't remember there being a controversy right then at this time. 2006 would have been, you know, a year after Hot Coffee. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess that's, so that, that might have done it. That was for so G- had, that was for GTA Four San Andreas. Yeah. So San Andreas. we've got Leland Yee. Oh, San Andreas. For, we've got Leland Yee, former California State Assemblyman, who said the hot coffee mob basically tells you how to copulate with a woman. It tells you how to do it, what position to do it. It's outrageous. It should not be in the hands of children. I mean, it's a mod. Like it's not, you know, that's not a technically a video game. I don't know. Doesn't it teach you how to copulate with a man? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know. I'm not, if there's a man and a woman in the scene. Well, yeah, that's true. But you're controlling the man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's worth knowing Leland Yu was uh, found guilty of uh, gun trafficking later on. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton said we should all be deeply disturbed that a game which now permits the simulation of lewd sexual acts in an interactive format with highly realistic graphics was fallen into the hands of young people across the country. Imagine saying San Andreas had realistic graphics. I know. Well, I'm not super interested in relitigating the same discussion from 15 years ago. But like the the games are all rated M. Like I know this is this is a disconnect between the olds still thinking of video games as things that you know six year olds are are playing um, on their Nintendos. I mean, we all recognize the rich the rich hypocrisy of Schwarzenegger weighing in on uh, media targeted at children with violence in it, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, his likeness is all over uh, Total Recall on NES. Yep. Uh, and then Doug Lowenstein, who was president of the Entertainment Software Association at the time, says, we don't think 12-year-olds are rushing out with money to buy Grand Theft Auto. That was his take. I, I find it just, it, the whole thing is like blowing my mind because hot coffee, that's not technically in the game. Like, so it's like this, yeah. just this weird thing that it's like that's their like platform no. is something that Rockstar technically took out. And that yeah. people modded the PC version to put back in. That's not technically Rockstar's fault. So it's, it's so weird that their platform is based off something Rockstar didn't intend uh, for, for people to be able to play. It was still on the exactly. game disc was part of the problem. And, right, right. Yeah. It is. But, like, I don't know. That's, they that's still so had to, they had to pull the game from shelves yeah. and re-release a version that didn't have it in there at all. No, that's I so think, funny. I, I thought they just re- I thought they changed it to adults only. Like. Basically, oh, no, the, I don't think so. I don't think any game has ever actually been released. No, no, no. Rating. They, they absolutely re-released San Andreas with an AO rating, and like whether they also released a version that stripped out hot coffee, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, like that game came back out with like the porn game rating on it. Hmm. <laughs> what? I'm just, I'm just trying to fact check because that seems insane to me. Day two announced as a result. All versions of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas will now bear an AO for adults only rating. Okay, that's coming from a news article at the time. I stand corrected. It was also, it was also coming from your friend and fellow <laughs> Omega Cop. That's true. But, you know, like you know. said before, you just say things on the podcast. <laughs> 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 
if you if you just say it with enough emphasis, then it's like, oh, okay, but, yeah, it must be. Yeah. This this page is some kind of an ad that I don't know what it is. It's SaveVegas.com. What happens in Vegas won't happen anymore, and there are some line dancers with skeleton faces. But, but that's it. Go? There's that's it's not a real website anymore. So I don't know what that was all about at the time in 2006. Save yeah, what, Vegas. Can, should we buy no, this? Buy this site to soak up some of this traffic <laughs> coming from the sprint ad. Yeah. I don't know what that was all about. I want to see if I can figure out what game it would have been. Uh, could it have been? Could have been. Uh, what? What's the shooter that was set in Vegas? Rainbow Six. Yeah, Rainbow. Yeah, maybe. that's a pretty good guess. Maybe. I mean, okay, maybe it was a, a viral site at the time for Rainbow Six Vegas. Maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't Fallout. We nope. didn't have three nope. yet. Uh, Brain Age was, I think, a year old at this time, and they were just doing a little f- Brain Age by the numbers, like. 20 was the ideal age obtained in brain age for DS. Remember like you could, you'd, you'd take the test and then it would rate the age yeah. of your brain. 20 was the your brain ideal age old. you could get oh, a little ad for gears of war. Was gears of war, the original, the one that had the ad with the um, mm-hmm. moody cover yep. of mad world. Yep. That's what I was that's just going to bring up. That's, that's that one. What so, it, and that I was get, like the first one where like the first moody cover trailer, right? Yeah. Like a legitimately groundbreaking ad campaign. What happens in it? Well, I think well, it just has like a, a piano, the big, the like big deal is a that piano it's got that song, song, and yeah, yeah, a movie like cover this. of Tears for Fears, Mad World. Oh, and now like every trailer does that. Uh, what now? We've got a moody emo cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that in some game recently. Well, that, so. that's a Black Widow song. Movie. It's, it's yeah, a Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Countdown to launch one month until PlayStation Three and we arrived. So they've got mm. uh, features on everything. They look at PS Three. Why the PS3 launch could kick ass. If Sony can manage to muster up as many games for the PS3 launch as it did for the PS2, it could at least give reluctant gamers a choice between the two next-gen powerhouses. Why the PS3 launch could suck ass. Shortages. (laughs) Sony already announced it it nixed its initial shipment to Europe, which isn't a good sign for us, especially since we're now only getting 400,000 units. Mm. So it's a stark contrast from, uh, you know, the PS4 sold a million units in 24 hours. Right, mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. they're they're able to manufacture a lot more these days than apparently they were back then. Uh, it's gone back down again. No, yeah. Um, yeah. The PS3 game uh, readers were craving was Resistance: Fall of Man by a huge margin. Beat out every other game on here. Hmm. And then over on the Wii, uh, why the Wii launch could kick ass? The Wii's two hundred and fifty dollars price point makes it considerably more affordable than its competitors. Nintendo's even throwing a free pack-in game, the infinitely replayable Wii Sports Collection. They weren't wrong about that. Why the Wii launch could suck ass. Okay, the first party Nintendo games will likely be stellar, but what about the rest? And that's true. What about they weren't, they weren't this, this magazine nailed it. <laughs> um, oh, they're just looking at GameCube launch games, yeah. Uh, then the, the, the Wii game readers were craving was Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. A whole feature on Lair. Remember, uh, I was going to bring this up earlier. Yeah, yeah. Lair. The, I guess it, it was. It was there around the launch of PS3, or was it? A yeah, launch game? it was close enough that like it was like I was really excited about this game because I love you know it's Factor uh, Five. Yeah, Factor Five, and I really really liked their Star Wars games. But yeah, yeah. it killed the company. So well. Remember, there was also Warhawk that was pretty early too, and that was one that people mm. played multiplayer a little bit. Yeah, or that was a big six axis uh, mm-hmm. showcase for the PS3. 
And then there's a little news, a news bullet point. The iPod isn't just for rocking out and watching The Office on the bus anymore. Apple introduced a new model starting at $250 that plays casual games such as Tetris, Bejeweled, and Pac-Man. You can download the games on iTunes for $5 a pop. I yeah. remember those. That yeah, was I never my, played that. It was my job at the time. I <laughs> worked for, ran a handheld games website, and we were, that was a marketing bullet point for us for years to come was, we were the first people to review and deeply cover the like click wheel iPod games. How did how did Pac Man play? I don't know. I don't remember. Should be just swiping on the click wheel. It was it was click, yeah, just... it was click wheel iPods, and so yeah, I think it was left and right swiping. Mm-hmm. An ad for ninety nine nights. Just a reminder that for the first two or three years of the Xbox three sixties life, Microsoft really really tried to get you know the, get in on the Japanese market. They had several, you know, exclusive JRPGs. This and Blue Dragon, mm-hmm. um, Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey is one of them. There's I another one that has like a musical theme. Yeah, I know exactly. I like. I can see the cover. Oh. Uh, yeah, I I don't know what what it's called though. Man, I still want to dig out my iPod from that era. I and play some games. Was, play some color screen one. I don't want to play games on. I just want to see what the music is on there. What I had. I mean, you can watch movies cool. on the color screen one. Yeah. <laughs> One movie. <laughs> uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City story is coming to PSP. All right. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, you? kind of the lost GTA games. Yeah, yeah. The, I the never story. played that any of Liberty the stories City. ones. I actually never played them either. Even though I love Vice Chinatown City Town Wars at the same time. An ad for Red Steel on the Wii, uh, and they're definitely trying to coast on the uh, wave of uh, Kill Bill Volume Two. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Which would have been the, a year, uh, year or two the, old. There was like print at print magazine coverage of Red Seal way early in the Wii's pre-release um, promotional cycle, which everybody was analyzing as like bull shots because they looked really good. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. It was just like gr- gritty interiors of places and people were like, wow, the Wii can pull this off. How is this going to happen? It's like, no. <laughs> Red, St- Red Seal got a sequel a year or two yeah. later. That was a cel-shaded game. Pretty fun. I did the guide for that game. Uh, a feature on why movie games suck. And then there's a, a little uh, side panel that says a gamer equation where motion sensing controller plus Wii baseball equals broken window. Just a little, just a little humor there for everyone. Oh, yeah, a little gamer a equation. Game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a preview on Heavenly Sword, which of course. Dude, you know, I, I love Heavenly Sword. Yeah. That studio. That's, that's all I have to say. Like, they yeah. go Hellblade <laughs> and is Hellblade 2 even out yet? Did that ever come out? It's not out. Okay. It seems like that's been a long time coming. An ad for Comcast Internet. Uh, tired of waiting for your character. Introducing a blazing fast 8 megabytes per second connection from Comcast <laughs> high-speed internet. My goodness. Oh. My goodness. Blazing fast, everybody. That's, that's we could, so fast. It's too fast. We could do one-tenth of a podcast on that bandwidth. True. <laughs> I don't remember this game, Star Trek Tactical Assault, for Nintendo DS and PSP, but it does have an IGN quote. <clears throat> On the ad, we oh, said it from you. No, I no, I wouldn't have done this. Uh, it's got solid <laughs> graphics, but most importantly, it has gameplay that's interesting and unique. Probably, I'm thinking. I mean, Charles it's either Craig, that. it's either Craig or Chris Roper. What system what a, is it for? It's a DS and PSP. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm going to guess one of those guys. There's an ad for Tony Hawk's Project Eight. I don't even remember this Tony Hawk game. No, I don't. I don't know what that is. Yeah, was, this came out before the the infamous uh, skateboard you stand on. It was like kind of the well, last that was, one that. Yeah, that I was think this is the ride. last the last regular one that they made was this one, right? Because this yeah. is after Underground One and Two. 
Okay. Which they I, suddenly started calling like six and seven. That's why it's eight. Okay. <laughs> uh, a preview of Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops. Oh, PSP. My. I've never played this one. I've never played Portable Ops. Snake Eater was really fun. Mm-hmm. Not Snake Eater. Wait, no, what the, was, that was three. The it. other PSP one. Yeah. Acid? Uh, Metal Gear no. Acid? Um, no. No. The it's Peace stupider Walker. than that. Peace Walker. That's it. Yeah, Peace, Peace Walker. Walker. That was yeah. PSP. Mm-hmm. Great game. Um, let's see here. Oh, yeah, the sales charts. Best-selling games for July. Wow, they're several months late in this November issue. <laughs> it's uh, all football. It was Madden. Madden a, for yeah, PS2, 360. New Super Mario Brothers on DS. Liberty City Stories on PS2. NCAA football, NCAA football, which isn't even... Do they even make NCAA games anymore? Nope. Cars, based on the Pixar film. Brain Age, train your brain in minutes a day. Big Brain Academy, Cars for GBA, and Chrome Hounds. Who remembers Chrome Hounds? That was like a big joke in the IGN office, I remember. Right really? Yeah. Why? It was just such a ridiculous game and a ridiculous name. What is it? It came with the big, it was the mech game that came with like the $250 mech controller that had a button that did, you know, no, it was it. That's no, steel. No, that's, that's oh, steel. Oh, you're right. Squadron? Steel, steel Horizon. Steel Battalion? Steel, steel Battalion. Battalion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad, is bad, another bad, like bad. racing game without with crazy vehicles. I think. Okay. Steel Battalion. Yeah. Hey, how weird is it that Liberty City Stories, a port from PSP to PS2, the last gen system, was the top seller of PS2 at this time? It's strange. Was mm. it really a port from PSP though, or was it just yeah? Because those PS2? stories games were, were PSP games. They were like lead PSP games. Wow. Uh, here's some uh, quotes. A quote from Miyamoto says, if you're on top, you get spoiled and surrounded by cheerleaders. A few years ago, people were saying that Nintendo had slipped out of top place, but actually the game market itself had lost touch with the real world. This offered opportunities to the one who noticed first. That's an oddly, that's uh, so I don't know, aggressive quote. <laughs> I think, yeah. That's, they, that's, yeah, that's not the yeah. Nintendo of today. <laughs> EGM even said, calls it a, an ever so slight dig at rival Sony. And then this is uh, Sony's uh, CEO, Kasurai, explaining their approach to um, the PS3's online plans. He says, our fundamental approach to online is different from Microsoft's. They name it live, and it's a big to-do. We look at it the other way. There's the entertainment experience, what you have in the box, all those good things. And oh, by the way, we have an online component. <laughs> so they're just like, he's just like saying that it's not nearly as important to them, and it's just like an afterthought. Yeah. Well, I, I remember like a big deal was that it was free, right? Like Xbox Live cost money, but PS3 was yeah. free. But like it was free because it was not that good. <laughs> There's an ad for Guitar Hero 2. And full disclosure, I almost picked this as our 20 questions game. But then that would have been a good one. I switched. Uh, yeah. That would have been hard for us. I think Guitar Hero 2 here is at the cusp of it becoming huge, too. That was, like, the, I think this that was be... the one that like broke, broke out, I think. It, it was, but I don't think this was the time in which it did, right? Maybe it was this this fall. I think it was this fall. Yeah. And IGN was actually instrumental in that. Uh, Why is that? And you're making a pun? No, no. Well, I wasn't, but I, oh, yes, I was. Nice. But IGN <laughs> was just a big champion of the game. Okay. Huh. Uh, tiny little preview of Castlevania Portrait of Ruin on DS. And that game looks, it just looks awesome even from the little screenshot. Yep, Wonderful game. Boss. Yeah. There's a whole feature on control issues, uh, motion sensing controllers for both the Wii <laughs> and PS3. Yeah. I mean, it was a whole new thing, right? They had to like sort of explain how this was going to work. 
this is why I had to go to GameStop. I was re- really obsessed with like figuring out what this was like to, to feel and hold in the Wii. Like it was just totally mystifying reading about it and watching videos. There weren't Justin, many videos. Justin, did you like Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz? No, it's like a top five disappointments, uh, <laughs> oh, video no. game disappointments of all time. It because it's motion? Well, it has a jump button in it. Get out of town uh, with that. Oh, that's weird. Wow. Just don't hit the button. Just don't, hit, of, just don't use it. <laughs> Speaking of oh, mobile boy. games, there's a spread for Hudson, Hudson's mobile games at the time, which is so weird. And they're saying now available on Verizon Wireless. But it's like, it's TurboGrafx-16 games like Military Madness, Bonk's Return, Super Bomberman, and Bomberman Kart that they're advertising. Bomberman Kart. As mobile yeah. games at the time, with I a controller, repeat. with a turbo pad, TurboGrafx-16 controller, a big bonk cartoon. It just, it's just crazy they were doing this in 2006. Yeah. The way, the way that this worked, Damon, is they would send, they would mail me a phone, like oh a J2ME, like a brew phone that was like loaded <laughs> up with all of their mobile games that then I would play and review and then FedEx the phone back to them. That was, so that was my job. Bonk, what, what was Bomberman yes. Kart? I don't know. I mean, obviously... Uh, that, that was made clone. for this. I don't think this existed. At, I think, uh, yeah, I think all these games are ports of earlier games. Ports. I don't know. Bomberman Kart? I've never heard of that. I actually have a real uh, soft spot for these games, obviously, because it was a part of my career. But like, what's, I think, interesting about it to a broader audience is there's this whole shadow world of, like, like there's an Assassin's Creed game that mm-hmm. like nobody's ever heard of. It's a 2D platformer. It was only playable on old flip phones with like pixel yeah. art and stuff like that. And there was a Splinter Cell and a Prince of Persia. Like there's there's this whole lost world of games that like I'm not saying that like fun to play or they're great games, but like the art in them is really cool to see yeah. now in 2021. And like they're just lost to time, which bums me. I out. never remember playing any phone game. I didn't play a lot of them, but I had flip phones that looked like that that were responsible enough to actually no. like even have the just regular D-pad controls in 2D work. They're bad. They're yeah, bad I don't. Yeah. I, didn't, I never played like, yeah, my first like phone games. I, again, yeah, I was I was a little bit younger. I didn't even, I had a Razer. I don't think I had phone games on it. Not that I remember. It would be like iPhone, which was what, a few months later after this. And it's just like Angry Birds. You skipped the sidekick? <laughs> yeah, I don't. There was a really cool, there was a really, really good um, punch out clone <laughs> called Super KO Boxing. And that was like the best of all those flip phone mm-hmm. games. There's a, here's the cover story on uh, Gears of War, War Journal. It's a multiplayer spread from Dan Shu. I spent a day with Gears of War and my head explodes. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. A quick qu- quote from uh, Cliff Blazinski says, I think the graphics are so good, people will be willing to adapt to a slightly different style of play. Hmm. I mean, this Gears is of War is is kind of a it it did have an interesting control scheme at the time. Like you hold yeah. A to like run and stuff like that, and it's like yeah. it feels totally normal now. But I, I remember it being a little strange. Well, cover the cover based, system, right? Know. The cover like, system, the active reload mechanic. Yep, mm-hmm. it was all interesting. Uh, Trauma Center, second opinion on oh, the Wii. Yeah. Ad for that Atlas game. Uh, this is interesting. An ad for a Mitsubishi television and they're using call of duty three i don't Ouch. think mitsubishi the automobile company makes televisions anymore i, I just thought it was so. funny and the ad is interesting it's just a big red nothing room with just a tv that takes up one you know tenth of the of the page it's it's an unusual ad i don't they, know they could have very easily made the tv look much larger 
by yep. just making yep. the TV just bigger. making it bigger. <laughs> it's all weird. Yeah, that. They shouldn't have put the game box next to it. They should. Yeah, why is? Yeah, maybe that was a. <laughs> should a we fill deal. like we bought a whole screen ad? Do we want our TV to fill the whole the whole page? Nope. No. No, thank nope. you. Look at this nope. sick look red. At, <laughs> look how you can tell that that's like an early flat screen TV because it's just like it's hiding its chonkiness. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. My my first flat screen was still a tube TV and it was fat as heck, right? And, and insanely, yeah, the tube ones are great. Insanely heavy too. Oh, that's true. They review Final Fantasy 12 and Mark, oh they give it an 8.5. Look, nine, I, nine, yeah, nine. I know I a lot saying, of people like it. This game got high scores. I, I just didn't like it. I, I think <laughs> the problem is, and this is, of course, going to be two game scoops in a row where I bring up Final Fantasy 10, but like Final <laughs> Fantasy 10 is like one of my favorite Final Fantasies. And then what comes after it? Final Fantasy 11, which is an MMO, and then Final Fantasy 12, which is nothing like Final Fantasy 10, right? So I, I think it's more of a just like, this isn't what I wanted, and so uh, I just didn't like it. I, I like thirteen, and I know thirteen is one that, like, famously, a lot of people don't like, even though it reviewed well as 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 well. Uh, they review Mario versus Donkey Kong Two, March of the Minis. I love those games. Yeah, they're yeah. really fun. Yeah, six and a half, seven, and an eight. Hmm. Uh, reviews wrap up with stuff like The Godfather, and they also reviewed Scarface this uh issue so just mm-hmm. remember that time when they were everything was a gta clone and they're the godfather yeah. and scarface yeah. and but, dirty hair the, the godfather wasn't bad that came oh yeah i'm not saying i thought scarface bad. wasn't bad either and it came to Wii. wouldn't this be around the time that mafia came out as well like the original i can't remember um maybe that was much later no i think it was earlier than this I think so. oh okay by city stories got a, a little Review here, and then a little section for nerd games, and they nerd appear to games. be JRPGs. Oh, no, nerd games! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, the reviews archive. This is a, a weird little side panel. The average review of Final Fantasy games on Super Nintendo was an eight and a half. On the original PlayStation was nine point six, and on PlayStation Two was nine point one. Hmm. I mean that 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 shakes out. PlayStation that shakes was, out. Was a really good yeah. era. A little feature on uh, consoles that never came to America, like the MSX, the X68000, which we mentioned here recently because it uh, was yeah. great, great at playing arcade ports. Yeah. And then the Wonder Swan, cool. if you would have asked me, I would have thought the Wonder Swan actually did uh, make it to America. I guess only the color did. There's a final word on Final Fantasy between Jeremy Parrish. One up nice. features editor and then Shane Bettenhausen was executive editor at the time. Mm-hmm. They're just having a back and forth about what's the best Final Fantasy and whatnot. Jeremy did not think we needed three Final Fantasy 13 games, which is apparently already announced at the time. Whoa, weird. November of 2006. Really funny. <laughs> oh, dang. Did they make all of those? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's Final Fantasy 13 2 and then Final Fantasy, it was Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13. They're they also asked. All of those. They're asked, what is the best Final Fantasy of all time? And Mark, Jeremy says, you mean besides Final Fantasy XII? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he really liked it at the time, huh? Uh, what's the worst Final Fantasy? Jeremy said, <clears throat> discounting the awful spinoffs like Dirge of Cerberus and Mystic Quest, I'd have to go with Mystic Final Quest. Fantasy II, the 8-bit Japanese. Yeah, oh, pretty, uh, that's, I think that's the only bad, like, like just bad, mainline yep. Final Fantasy game. Um, This is like... By, by this point, I'm like absolutely positive I had this print issue and read it. Like, I'm, it's yeah. so weird to start recognizing and remembering this. And I think it's because IGN, what was what was they called before Prime? 
Insider? Insider. Yeah. I, th- I think IGN Insider had free magazine subscriptions with it. Mm-hmm. And I had like this and, you know, some PC magazine and something else. Hmm. What? What's the most overrated Final Fantasy of all time? Jeremy said, do you even have to ask? Final Fantasy VII was a revolution in presentation, but a huge step back in terms of gameplay. All the backlash is already starting. Yeah. Ah. Well, I mean, yeah, it was eight years old at this point, nine years old. That's Next month, 50 years old. Next month, effing Halo 3. So <laughs> two, two Xbox 360 games, two cover uh, stories in a row. What's uh, the Space Monks joke? I don't know. You're the not, more of a Halo guy than I am. Like I'm, no, a Halo, no, I'm absolutely a Halo guy, and I don't get it either. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's a. I don't think it's a Halo thing. I think it's a reference to a heavy metal thing. Space oh, monks. There's one more thing. I missed a little news bullet point that I wanted to point out. I have to go back and find it. It's too late. For the small print. Do, 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 do. I'm rewinding the issue right now. That's really good. <laughs> to next consoles. Christmas comes late for Xbox 360 this year. Da, da, da. There it is. That was it. No, that's not the one I wanted to see. Even ho-hum DS games are popping out. The sequels, an update to the space shooter. Nano Stray is in the works. I remember PSP. Nano Stray. I saw this earlier. I know I did. This fall, Sam sneaks the Wii. Splinter Cell Double Agent. Man, I hope I didn't actually delete this one. The iPod one. Here we go. Okay, here it is. Acclaimed sci-fi writer Orson Scott Card is working on another mm-hmm. book that will later be transformed into a game. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Looking to come out in 2008. I think that was Shadow Complex? Yeah, yeah. Empire Empire became Shadow Complex. Yeah. Hmm. I just thought that was interesting. He also wrote another game for LucasArts. Which the one? Dig. He wrote The Dig? I think so. Or- Orson Scott Card wrote The Dig. Was he involved now? I might be wrong. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah, oh, they the, can't the, hear her. The can, our oh, producer sorry, our producer just... Yeah, that the, ahead, that the Save Vegas is for Rainbow Six Vegas. We were, we were correct yeah. about that. Internet archive. Well... Lock it back. We've had so much fun looking back at the uh, launch of the Wii and the PS3 in November 2006 that we've run out of time for everything else except <laughs> video game 20 questions. So I'll, I have some emails that I wanted to read. Okay. We'll just save them for next week. That brings us to video game 20 questions. Our suggestion comes from Ali in Georgia. It says, first of all, I love the podcast. It has really helped me get more into gaming over the last few years. I wanted to thank you all for making this podcast. I am a home care hospice nurse, and I listen to it while I drive around to see patients. Gaming has been a great escape for me during COVID, and GameScoop has definitely helped also. Keep it up. We definitely will. Allie, with that, let the questioning begin. Uh, Could this this game have appeared in that issue of EGM? That was 2006, right? That's right. Yeah. Could it have appeared in it? No, it couldn't have. I was going to say, like, this is one of those ones where I'm like, we asked the question, like, have we mentioned this game? I don't know how much that would help me. We've talked about so many games this time. <laughs> we're past spooky season, but we're coming up on the U.S. holiday Thanksgiving. So um, is this a game that you're thankful for, Damon? No. <laughs> Sounds like a real turkey. I keep coming. All right. Can you? (laughs) Uh, Did this game come out on the Switch? No. Oh, my. So PS1, PS1, Xbox One, or no, PS4, Xbox One, 
era. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Was it, was this game exclusive to one console? No. Wait. Um. Well, it. Okay. It was. And then it, was, it wasn't. It was temporarily. That's oh. four. I I need to pause for one second because uh, my baby is crying. I just need to go and bring her down here. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Should we keep? I'm, we're gonna we're gonna keep going. We can keep going. Uh, I'll keep track. Let's see. We're at four. <laughs> See, is yeah, that hey, Mark. Yeah. Does this game have, the- have monsters in it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? Most games do, right? <laughs> I think we can safely what, say this the, one the correct does. answer is what? What do you define as a monster? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 yes. Well, hold on. Man. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let me say, Man and, is and, the real monster. Now it had monsters in it when it first came out. <laughs> right. Because like, if you had, I'm because Arnold complained about him. So, I'm watching Midnight Mass right now, and I think that Bev's the real monster in that show. What's I, that show? I've not watched that show. Midnight Mass. Yeah. Do you like it? Is it spooky? Um, it is spooky. I don't. It, it's a. It's a very, very uh, s- deliberately paced mm. vampire show. People, when it, oh when yeah, I, yeah, yeah. When it first came I out, saw, people I were really the, big the, on the it, episode. and I was thinking about watching it, and then I watched the trailer, and I was like, I don't know. How about this? It takes a long, long, long time to get going, and then once it does, you will say, "Oh dang, <laughs> <laughs> oh dang." <laughs> yeah, guys, should we all prank Damon by being off screen when he comes back? <laughs> we just quit. Just we boycott. We get. There's no twenty questions we, about us. We got the answer, so we're done. <laughs> we demand. We demand twenty five questions, or we won't come back to the show. I mean, I can get off screen easily. I just don't know if you guys can. I, I mean, I just, you know, know. Uh, kind of not easy, I guess. <laughs> it, it's my, it's my, uh, it's my hope that this is part of the episode. I would, I would very much not like him to cut this out. None, like, none of this like, is going to be in the episode. <laughs> don't tell him the timestamp. He'll just be like, you know what? I don't fuck editing this out. Sam, are you, did you download the Animal Crossing update? Yeah, I downloaded it last night, but I didn't. I should have got the head start because I, I think you even mentioned that like you need to talk to uh, multiple people to like get some of the stuff going. Yeah, and I thought I had it all set up right, but then I did not. <laughs> so oh, I, I lost. Missed the final talk. Oh to the right, yeah, I saw. I exactly. saw you on Slack, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, I'm still like now. I'm days away or something like that." That was yeah. one of those. That was one of those fun things uh, where it was just like. I was like, wait, is is it? Like, I'm like seeing it happen on our like Slack and like real time. It's like, hey, this is downloading. Is it the update yeah. though? Maybe. Yeah. It's like Switch takes so long to download things that it's just like we're just waiting in anticipation. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it was. That's so weird and that they were Nintendo is just like, you know, we're going to push this live now. We think we know the game. Yeah, we got okay. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. If Ryan, are we good to keep going? All right, so four questions in, not on the Switch, temporarily exclusive, could not have appeared in that issue. That's only three and, questions. And you're not thankful for it. I'm not thankful for it. Damn it. <laughs> you're right. You, it. We forgot about the wasted question. <laughs> That's a good question. If, it, yeah. if a game's not a Damie game, game it, it eliminates a lot of games. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, I'll, yeah, so was exclusive and then isn't anymore. Man. Did the game originally come out on um, on the PS4? Yes, that's five. Is this a game developed in Japan? No. 
Huh. That's weird. Yeah, I can't think of anything that would have come out to PS4. Well, have, Heavenly Sword is one. All right, not Heavenly Sword, uh, though. Um, what was I thinking of? Does this game have, a, have like, is it an RPG or does it have RPG-like systems in it? No. All right. We got to figure out what you do in this game. Uh, let's see. You shoot guns in this game? Might shoot guns. Yes. Hmm. Okay. It's not a baseball game. No, there was that there was that robot baseball game on the NES. Robo uh, one, Robo yeah. base, ro- what's it called? Base wars. Well, yeah. That's, yeah, I think about base wars all the time. <laughs> I like the great, robot with one wheel. Great music. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you said you you don't use guns? You, you do. do? Oh, you do. Okay. Um, let's see. Is is this game? Uh, is this game first person? Uh, it can be. What? Something I was on PS4 and then eventually went other places can be like none of the none of the fallouts were exclusive, right. That like right? But that was my first thing was like oh Fallout, but like no. Was it a creation type game where you create things in it? No, that's ten. Okay, you don't create anything mm. in this game. Yeah, the perspective thing's weird because like yeah, that not a whole lot of death. games do that. I mean, when uh, you get except for like Bethesda games, was this a when you get a vehicle? Indie? Games go three. Is this an indie game? Yes. Oh boy! Why did it come to PS4 first? That's super weird. Wait, I'm sorry. It's an indie game. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But we also asked about if it was a console exclusive, right? Yeah, it was a PS4 exclusive. But it could have been on PC at the same time, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't never know what, what those asked. rules are. Did this come out before or at the same time on PC? Well, let me go look. <laughs> Got him. <'em. laughs> it's your game. <laughs> I mean, it's just weird. Like, there's not a lot of indie games that are like, I can't wait to play this on my PS4. Yeah. But I thought it would be obvious if it was just like a PC game that was like also on PS4. Like, maybe. <laughs> You know, a roguelite game came on PS4 first for some reason. Gun shooting. It, it Can you re- rephrase your question, Sam? Did this come out at the same time or on PC? Yes. Oh. So what? It, okay. it just came out to so, Xbox? So it's a PC, yeah, PS4 exclusive. Shooting guns. It's not. It can be first person. Is this, is this an open world game? Yes. And it's an indie. Man, that's that's what's throwing me off. Yeah, and the first person thing's throwing me off because there was um there were those uh like ones that there were oh, I already forget the name of the franchise, but the the top down homages to like the old GTAs. Um hmm. but it's not that. <laughs> because open world. Um, this is wild. Open world indie game can be first person. You do use guns. You Is it Genshin Impact? Are you, Sam, are you guessing the game Wild? <laughs> oh, what if it is Genshin Impact? Yeah, is it Genshin? It could be shoot, Genshin Impact. You don't shoot guns in that game. Sure. That's There's cowboy, cowboy ladies, right? They, all, um, they use swords. You also, 
I don't think that game was exclusive to the PS4, was it? Yeah, it was. And PC. And mobile. Well, okay. It's still exclusive. Like, it's still not on Xbox. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any guns. I've played a lot of Genshin Impact. I don't remember ever shooting a gun. Is this a fantasy open world game? Is it fantastical? No. Same. So it they, could be gritty reality or zombies or post-apocalypse. Is this a like? Is there a lot of emphasis on multiplayer in this game? Hmm. Uh, to answer your question binarily, no. That's fifteen. Is is this set in like a a real world ish setting? No. Okay, so not fantasy, not real world. What is it? Sci fi? Is it No Man's Sky? Okay, it could be No Man's Sky. It just that just the second you said that, I was like, oh, okay. You say that every time I have a good idea. I know, I know. Well, because I, like really, I like to. I like to. It really could though, because that didn't that didn't come to Xbox until after, right? And it was on PC and PS4. Yeah. Technically, didn't come to PC until like three weeks. And damn it, I don't know what. I don't, I don't he calls know why it the No Man's Ski. Yeah, cat cam. Like, <laughs> that game, um, that game had no multiplayer at all for a long time. Right, right. Uh, is this game procedurally generated? Yes. Yeah, it's well, is it No Man's Sky? Sky? No. Yes. It's definitely no man's Great job, Sam. There you go. Got an 18. Thanks. No Great Man's job, Sky. Uh, I, picked a few, I picked a few, Mark. It's on um it's on Game Pass, and I keep wanting to check it out, but there's too much too much other good game. Yeah, too much game. <laughs> well, and No Man's Sky is just one of those games now where it's like you could totally get into it and like you know, but they, it's so big now. Because they, they yeah. come out with an update every <laughs> every month or two. Right, and it's like huge things. I don't know what that'd be. What was that? What was that? (laughs) I don't know. Well, I saw Sean Murray for a second. Really? Room playing No Man's Sky. (laughs) Was that was that our old demo room? Yeah. Well, it was IGN first, so I assume it's him showing. Cool. Cool. We'll leave it in. It's good. Leave it in. I missed nicely job. Thank you for the suggestion, Allie in Georgia. Viewers, if you have your own uh, suggestions for video game 20 questions, email them to me at the email address, gamescoop.com. And that will do it for this edition of GameScoop. All the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Mark. Yep. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Same. Thank you, Same. Thank you, Sam <laughs> Ryan. Looking behind the scenes. Make this episode possible. My name is Damon. And my name <laughs> is Same. <laughs> Meow. This is Dijin Game Scoop, and we're me out. <laughs> Let me tell you how I get to work. I get into my car, drive it out to Arlington. Don't even think about it anymore. Sit in traffic with the other jerks. Take exit 44, drive a half mile underground, and then I go to
says a picture of the president and me. He's smiling for the camera, but only with his teeth. I thought it would be different in the Virginia underground. They said I'd make a difference. They said I should be proud. I wish I could remember, but I am not allowed. You'll never know what hit you. I'll never make a sound. Six just lighting up the map Started double boxing it So they sent me to Iraq They put me up in the Sultan Suite at the Palestine Hotel Got some fiber and an M15 And I started raining hell Two Marines outside the door And another on the roof I never left the building once But it sure beat the sleeping anymore. Got some pills from the Langley boys and I started seeing stars. I thought it would be different in the Virginia underground. They said I'd make a difference. They said I should be proud. I wish I could remember, but I am not allowed. You'll never know what hit you. I'll never make a sound. Go. I thought it would be different in the Virginia underground. They said I'd make a difference. They said I should be proud. I wish I could remember, but I am not allowed. You'll never know what hit you. I'll never make a sound.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.